0: Welcome to the Teacher's Impact Podcast, or better yet known as The Tip, where teachers can come to master their craft, use their voice, and enhance student learning. This is episode 47 of the Teacher's Impact Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about the five must-do's for great classroom management. If you're a new teacher and struggling with classroom management, then you're in the right place. If you've been at this for a long while, use this as a checklist and a refresher to keep you on track. And I know that sometimes rules get a bad rap, but I believe that students need to understand boundaries and the consequences of their actions. Yes, students need to be given the opportunity to be heard and listened to, but they also need to know that there are consequences in life for the choices that they make the importance of having great classroom management, and I'm going to give you the five must-do's for you to have great classroom management. Let's get right into it. So the first one is that you need to make sure that you have five simple rules that are observable and positively focused. Your rules need to be clear and direct. For example, follow directions the first time given. Or another rule is keep your hands to yourself. Now, with these rules, you will be able to see whether or not your students are actually following these rules and you're not second guessing anything. Your rules need to be simple so that the students are able to remember them and they need to be positively focused. So I would not write a rule that says no. Hitting because you're not getting at the behavior that you want students to do or the behavior that you want to see in your classroom. So for example, instead of no hitting, you're going to say keep your hands, feet, and objects to yourself because this is the behavior that you're looking to see in your classroom. The second must do is to use tangible and intangible rewards. And you need to have both because students may get too dependent on one or the other. If you have a lot of tangible rewards and no intangible rewards, students are going to think, oh, I need something. I need something tangible, stickers, whatever you use whenever the student does the right thing. However, you don't want to lead too far to one because the student will become dependent on it. You also need to use intangible rewards. Intangible rewards include specific positive behavior praise. Okay, and tangible rewards can include something like a treasure box. So if you have a balance of both, the students will be able to not be dependent on one or the other, and you strike a balance on not relying on one or the other. The third must do is to give clear one to two step directives so children are clear on exactly what they need to do. For example, instead of saying, why is your pencil on the floor? Say, please pick up your pencil off the floor. You're telling the student exactly what you would like them to do and the behavior that you would like to see. So clear directives are very important. Also, try not to give multiple directives at the same time, such as clear your desk, take out your pencil, and turn to page 48. Instead, you're going to have students clear their desk, and once that directive is completed, you move on to the next directive. So for example, number one, clear your desk. Students have cleared their desk, everybody's good. Second directive, take out your pencil, Everybody has their pencil. Great. Third directive, turn to page 48. Look around the classroom. Everybody's turned to page 48. And so what this does is it gives the students time to process the directive that you're giving them and it gives them time to complete that directive. And I know that this may seem a bit tedious, but trust me, it makes a huge difference because it'll cut down on unwanted behaviors because everyone is clear on exactly what they need to do and you will have a handle on exactly what's going on in your classroom because you're able to see at a glance when you're scanning who is following directions and who's not following directions. The fourth must do is to involve your parents. Letting parents know that you intend to manage students in your classroom is one of the best things that you can do because the parents will know that you're taking a proactive approach. When you decide to follow through on consequences and or rewards, there'll be no surprises because parents were made aware of your plan. And another thing, another good thing to do is to run your plan by your administrator so he or she also knows what you're exactly doing in your classroom when it comes to classroom management. The fifth must-do is practice, and practice makes progress when it comes to routines and procedures. One of the things I've realized over my teaching experience is that practicing routines and procedures make a world of a difference. The fifth must-do is practice, and practice makes progress when it comes to routines and procedures. And one of the things that I've realized over my years of teaching experience is that practicing routines and procedures makes a world of a difference. Usually, students will tend to misbehave when they don't know the routines and the procedures. Once you have practiced with them and gave them corrective feedback when they're not following the routines and procedures, your behavior problems tend to decrease. So... What I usually do, see a student misbehaving, what is the routine, what is the procedure? If they're able to tell me, then I know that they made a conscious choice not to follow directions. so I have to act accordingly. But I make sure that I practice with the students so they know exactly what are the expectations when it comes to the routines and the procedures in the classroom. Those are the five must-dos for great classroom management. Let me know what are some must-dos that you consider for classroom management. Let me know by leaving me a message on Instagram or emailing me at teachersimpacteducation at gmail.com. So the key takeaways from this episode. Number one, have five simple rules that are observable and positively focused. Number two, use tangible and intangible rewards. Give clear one to two-step directives so children are clear on exactly what they need to do. Number four, involve parents. Five, practice makes progress when it comes to routines and procedures. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more, you can visit the website, teachersimpact.net. Teachers from zero to 10 years of experience. If you want to have your classroom more manageable, This is the letter you need to send to your parents. See the link in the description box. talked about before, involving your parents is a must-do in your classroom management. So you can use this letter as one way to involve your parents. So see the link in the description box. If you found this content helpful, please share, favorite, and rate on your favorite podcast app. It helps the show to grow much more than you can imagine, reach more teachers, and have an impact on student learning. I would love to hear from you and what you think about the show. You can email me at teachersimpacteducation@gmail.com, at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at teachers impact podcast, Twitter at Shani Marie. O. Happy Learning and